0: I'm Elena. I'm Grand. And this is Sex Archie. Archie. Finally finished, except no, kinda not. Eww. That's right, we are a Riverdale Recap Podcast here to talk about Chapter 76, Killing Mr. Honey, written by James DeWill and Ted Sullivan, directed by Amick. Hey, I know her. That's right. Uh, We have reached that stage in a television program where the cast starts directing episodes. (laughs) Uh How many Jonathan Frakes episodes of of TNG were there? Uh, uh, He
1: had a theme to his, too. (laughs) His were always very, yep, he directed that. Yeah. Yes.
0: And he wasn't the only one. Like, a lot of people on the TNG cast directed at least one episode. Yes. Yeah.
1: And if they directed more than one. They had themes. And
0: now we have Imagine Amic, the first cast member of who knows how many to come, directing a a Riverdale episode.
1: So anyways, uh, this episode was not supposed to be our last episode, but it is our last episode. This is our season finale.
0: Because they ran out of filming time.
1: And everything's burning. It's fine.
0: The, The news broke, at least, that Riverdale was halting their season for production over coronavirus concerns. Uh, including, yes, a, a crew member contracting the virus on March 12th. Yeah. That's
1: so slightly before things happened.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Back when we thought there was a chance that meant, oh, they'll just come back and finish. <laughs>
1: In like May.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, no. oh,
1: were we dumb.
0: <laughs> Those halcyon days of March.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember mid-March when I was like, oh, yeah, I can have a rain check on my birthday. I don't know. At this point, I just assume I don't get a birthday. This year.
0: Oh, that means you didn't get older.
1: Oh, no, I totally got older. <laughs> this episode starts with Jughead's narration, of mm-hmm. course, about how, uh, you know, forget art imitating life. Here we have a case of art imitating death.
0: Bum, bum, bum. As
1: Jughead, Betty, and Charles are watching that tape that was found at the end of last episode of Jason being shot.
0: But not really. But not, the, you know, masked the, Jason. The, the rubber mask recreation. Yes. yes. So now we have to talk about the, the M.O. changing, uh, yeah. trans- changing from a, a, a voyeur to an auteur.
1: Is this a warning? Is mm. this a rehearsal? What's yeah. going on? What does this mean? Of course, the question comes up, of where did he even get the original tape? It came from the Blue Velvet, of course.
0: Yes. Uh, Charles has seized all the contraband from the back room and so
1: Which we know, because yeah, we saw that in the last episode Right,
0: but but he's going through it bit by bit And he's found some stuff
1: Yeah, and so the plan is Is that they gotta kinda wait for another tape But they gotta like keep going through all the tapes
0: In this scene, Jughead calls their mystery uh, uh, Videographer Gus Van Zant, Which I think is a pretty unfair comparison I do not remember any goodwill hunting Deleted scenes where anyone gets stabbed Are you sure? I mean, I wouldn't be too shocked if Gus Van Zandt were a murderer, but, like, a little shocked, you know? No. I mean, less than, you know, Robert Zemeckis is killing people.
1: Yeah, he's totally killing people. So, Betty cannot help. She needs to go proof the yearbook, uh, which uh, Jughead is like, that is the most high school thing you've ever said. Yes. Can't help with murders, must go...
0: Do yearbook. Do yearbook. Gotta go do yearbook. Yeah. The verb, to yearbook.
1: To yearbook. So So, Betty does... And and she takes the final copy to Mr. Honey and he's like, There's not gonna be any yearbook.
0: Bum, bum bum. And
1: like, it was supposed to go to the printer, and she's like, but I talked to them. They said they could wait two days, as long as they get it today, it's fine.
0: But it doesn't matter that she has uh that she has it turned into day because that still doesn't leave enough time for Mr. Honey to go through and give his personal approval page by page.
1: And he's like, So that's it. My my word is God. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, and she is pissed.
0: So she storms out. Yearbooks are apparently ap- important to to people. Mostly to parents, in my experience.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I appeared in one.
0: Yeah, how'd that go?
1: I was around in school long enough to get a picture taken to end up in the
0: yearbook. Now, when you say the yearbook, you mean like first grade.
1: I mean kindergarten. Okay. So anyways, Jughead uh, gets a call. And I would like to point out that his ringtone is really weird. What was it? was like a mixture of old phone ringtones. Okay. Like, think like the first cell phone ringtone you could think of. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's what he made his iPhone. Ah,
0: Nikio is coming.
1: It is a call from uh, the admissions office from the University of Iowa, Mm -hmm. who apparently has like the best writing program. Who knew? I didn't know that. Uh, And he had applied for spring, but they're like, oh, we could maybe get you into for the fall, but we need more writing. Yes. And so he tells his friends.
0: Which I think is foolish because he has not completed all of his high school credits yet. Do not count your chickens before you graduate, Jughead.
1: Right. And and Betty comes in and fills them all in on what's going on with the yearbook. And she's like, this is our legacy. It's our written record.
0: It's this perfect uh, lounge scene segue where uh, she picks up the last phrase he said and turns it into her subplot now so that everybody's on the same page.
1: The thing I love is that it totally makes sense that Betty would view this as their written record and legacy mm-hmm. because of all the snooping and past yearbooks right? they've had to do yeah. about murders.
0: That's important <laughs> evidence to leave behind to the next generation of Bettys.
1: I can, like, I completely understand why this is important to Betty. I don't feel like it should be important to most anyone
0: else. Guys, one day our kids are going to have to solve a murder and we need to leave something behind to help them out.
1: Right. If we don't do this, there won't be mugshots of everyone. <laughs> Veronica is like, well, if it's you know money, I can like just pay to have all the yearbooks printed.
0: But it's not money; it's money. It's,
1: it's the principle of the thing.
0: Ha ha ha! I get it. I um, get it.
1: You know, she she goes on to all the things he's taken away, mm-hmm. such as like prom. Is any one of us even still going to prom? And Kevin's like, mm, Tony things, Reggie, and I uh can't go because of Ticklegate. Mm-hmm. Veronica can't go because of Quizball.
0: Betty can't go because of Quizball.
1: Veronica totally said something though
0: Veronica and Cheryl and the other vixens can't oh. go because of Cherry Bomb
1: Okay, that's where Veronica fit in I was very yes. confused why it was That means that the only two of them that can go to prom is Archie and Jughead And they are pretty down with this date
0: Yes, they, they are going to prom together And Kevin uh, uh, says, let the fan fiction commence Hey Kevin, they aren't waiting for you You're behind the curve That fanfiction exists, whether you like it or not. He knows it does. He's been reading it. Well, then why is he pretending he has any sort of of, uh, gatekeeping power?
1: His thing is that there's going to be new Mm fanfiction. There will be new people inspired by this. There'll be (laughs) so much. He's already read everything that exists. Mm -hmm. He needs new material. (laughs)
0: Does he also agree that All the Snakes of the Forest is as good I, as it gets?
1: I love All the Snakes of the Forest. No other fan fiction comes to that level. So then Betty's like, well, you know one thing that would uh, stop Mr. Honey from doing all this?
0: It's if we killed him. And everybody stops. And much like Gus Van Zandt, they're a little surprised, but not that surprised. <laughs> and after a long pause, she just sort of backs up. was like, or, you know. Whatever. Or scared him. Or just, you know, scare him.
1: Scared him enough to leave town.
0: Yeah, yeah, good cover, B. Nice. Nailed it. Nice.
1: And so this turns into this weird, like, half-joking fantasy, half-we-want-to-do-it. Yes. uh, Which is how, you know...
0: It it starts with, you know, the opportunity. uh, His schedule, and like, okay, well, I'll come and get him when he stays late on Tuesdays. But he'll recognize us. So we then cut to the fantasy again, and they're all in stonewall jackets and bunny masks. And as it gets revised more and more, they're like filling in the detail.
1: And it's, it's flashing back and forth between them and the lounge Mm -hmm. and this like fantasy that's happening, which is totally what the trailer was. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And Betty's like, you know, tie him up and, and, Take him somewhere, and how would we do that? Well, Reggie, let us use Bella, wouldn't you, Reggie? And he's mm. like, "Oh hell yeah!" He disrespected my car.
0: There is a whole lot of hey, hey. Remember this in this whole so episode? many
1: flashbacks.
0: But so like, many flashbacks. yeah, Bella getting uh, uh vandalized on Halloween is is a pretty good one.
1: Uh, and you know, we could take it uh to my family's cabin in Fox Forest. And hey, do you remember when we maple boarded the monster of my mumsy? <laughs> we could do that too. I kind of didn't, actually. That one I forgot. See, I remember they did that, but I feel like they didn't show all the footage that they showed in this episode. <laughs> I feel like they used cut footage during this. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't remember it being like this graphic or of the maple boarding.
0: They spent four full days of shooting recreating that. There, there would be a chapter 77 if they...
1: <laughs> what is the recipe for TV maple syrup? Like, maple syrup's too expensive. Mm-hmm. So is it corn syrup? Is it a different mixture because corn syrup can get really hard? Is it log cabin? What <laughs> What are we using to stand in the place of maple syrup during all these episodes?
0: They just recycle. It's the same maple syrup every Ew! time. They run it Ew! through a sieve. Ew! It takes forever to get through the sieve, what with the viscosity and all. But yeah.
1: Ew! And so the the fantasy... You know, now them maple boarding Mr. Honey and, like, being like, you know, we're, we'll are we keep doing this until you give in to what we want. Right. More syrup, please. Let's keep trying to kill this man. <laughs> it It's good. It's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> in the real world, Reggie's like, well, we could kill him, or we could pull off the most classic senior prank ever.
0: Yeah, it's an oldie, but a goodie. And Re- Reggie's got, got some plans. Once we finish the, the fantasy sequence, everybody's just like, ah, ha, ha, but we couldn't actually go out and kill somebody. But what a nice way to blow off some steam to think about it, right? Y'all forgetting that Cheryl did kill two of her close family members earlier this school year. Yes. <laughs> and is implied to have eaten them, although that was kind of a fake out. Or was it? She at least bathed in their blood. I, I mean, yeah, that's how she looks so fresh. It does great <laughs> things for her pores.
1: We go to Mr. Honey. hmm Who, uh sits down in his office chair to a lot of squishing noises Mm -hmm. and gets kind of stuck. And then he goes to answer his phone and he gets more stuck. And Reggie's super amazing classic senior prank Mm -hmm. is to super glue the principal to shit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so the fire department has to come (laughs) and wheel out his wheelie chair with him holding the phone down the hallways. And let me say, that fireman... His arm is the size of my head. It's amazing.
0: You should not be allowed to <sighs> enter a school with those guns.
1: No. Uh And the the gang is all just, like, standing there watching him leave, like, mm-hmm. very proud of themselves. And we're like, we won this round. Betty's all, maybe, but I still think we should have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know if she's serious or joking.
0: This would only work in, in the weird time vortex that, that Riverdale is set in with its prop design. Yeah. Because he can't super glue a cell phone. That's that's in his pocket the whole time. It, it doesn't work.
1: But Well, he has an office phone.
0: Even the office phone today would be like a little touchy-touchy digital screen thing and not the, the eight-pound uh, AT&T dual ringer that, rotary phone. That
1: is true, but he would still have like a legit phone. Mm-hmm. It would just be much lighter. <laughs> Quite frankly, it'd be much more damaging to unplug. You'd have to bring someone in to reset it because it'd be like connected to the internet and shit. Um, and if, you know, if it gets unplugged, it's it now no longer knows how to work. Mm-hmm. It, it's actually much worse now.
0: His poor pants.
1: <laughs> What's the thing? like, couldn't he just get naked <laughs> and get out? No,
0: because it would soak through. I'm sure it's bonded to his skin.
1: Oh, oh no. He's like.
0: He's stuck, stuck.
1: He's stuck, stuck. He'd get in a waxing. <laughs> but, like.
0: Let's just hope he has very supportive undergarments or else he's stuck, stuck, stuck.
1: So. Super glue has yes. to still dry He would not be that stuck that quickly It would actually quite frankly Also be dry before he would sit on it
0: That's why Reggie's the best Trust the process of Reggie
1: Okay fine Uh, So over uh, the next morning In the Cooper Jones uh, teenage bedroom
0: mm-hmm. Or Betty's room As you might call it
1: Jughead lives there now
0: <laughs> In her room? Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah Yeah they do Somehow Alice and FP are totally fine with this
0: I'm more surprised Jughead is okay with it, because, like, it does not match his personal, like, aesthetic at all.
1: He hasn't had his own bedroom in four years. There isn't
0: even, like, a little corner of flannel or anything. It's all plush princess business.
1: He keeps his clothes under the stairs because it feels more like
0: home. (laughs) You can tell that they film in Canada, though, just, like, the the thickness, the the sheer heat of the the comforter that Betty is wrapped up in in this scene.
1: (laughs) That's what normal people put on their beds. Yeah. I don't know how they breathe, but that's what they do. Or at least TV shows tell me they do.
0: (laughs) It's because all the TV shows are filmed in Canada.
1: Oh, that's why the betting's like that. It's Canadian betting. That's what, okay. It's
0: all to deal with the Vancouver draft.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, So, Betty wakes up, and we find out that he is uh, writing his extra story for Iowa. It is called Killing Mr. Honey, Mm -hmm. you know, based on the idea from yesterday.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the team's musing ha- has inspired this new piece, and he's not even changing the names for deniability.
1: Which is something we don't find out until, like, another 30 minutes in this episode, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> why would you—he's like, oh yeah, gotta go back and change those names. I'm like, why would you not do that the entire time that you're
0: writing right? this? Th- this whole thing, I'm just anticipating, oh, Mr. Honey's gonna find the—, the in- Progress like work, and he's going to uh, frame it as something it's not in order to get Jughead expelled or whatever. Like, yeah, that's that's not what happens. But it seems like that's exactly what's going to happen the whole time. Yes, until it just doesn't.
1: Also, I'm just like, that's a lot to go back and edit. You're going to miss <laughs> one,
0: and you can't trust find replace because you're going to have some weird shit happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, just do it right away. Assign your characters their new names mm-hmm. and write with that. Yes, save yourself some work. Right. Betty starts to read it, and we start to get the flash into the story, Yes, which the teens do kidnap Mr. Honey mm-hmm. um, wearing bunny masks, and they take him to the cabin, and they pull off his hood, and they realize that his glasses are gone, and they yes. they get very freaked out, like, oh no, where are his glasses? This, this could be bad for us.
0: Mm-hmm. If I recall correctly from, like, seventh grade, eighth grade, whenever I... Read killing Mister Griffin for school. Mm-hmm. I think this is exactly like the book. Oh, really, uh, Mister? If again, if I'm right, the the first clue, the first thing that goes wrong is uh they they lose his glasses. Uh, the next thing that happens in the story is, uh, is that he guesses. Who kidnapped him And then you know The masks come off And like haha, I was just bluffing But now I know I was right for sure Which
1: is exactly What happens in the scene Because Reggie's
0: Kind of dumb Because
1: Reggie's like Oh let me take off my mask He knows man He's like no I didn't No I didn't Though I'm really over here Like Mr. Honey You're a fucking idiot Because they all have Very unique voices And you can totally tell Who they all are Also they didn't Change their clothing They just threw on Some jackets Over their normal clothing You can tell Who the fuck they are
0: but if Mr. Griffin in the book dies of like an asthma attack or an allergy they didn't know he had or 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 diabetes that like they didn't bring his supplies because they didn't know like he, he dies of some medical condition uh, in the course of this prank kidnapping mm-hmm. and they never do figure out what kills Mr. Honey in a Jughead story so I wonder if that wasn't also yeah uh, a, a direct uh, tribute to to the source of the title
1: yeah Reggie. Starts to beat up Mister Honey. Yes, he's a big uh, ball of rage, and he's all like, "Tell me, Mister Mantle, is that what your father does to you?" And oh. like Reggie's going to kill him, and they have to like shove Reggie out. Also,
0: hey, remember Reggie's dad? Huh? Remember? Yes. <laughs> this episode's full of it,
1: and they're they're all like, "Shut your mouth, or we'll let Reggie back in." <laughs> and and so they they leave, and we go back to the the current time, mm-hmm. and and Betty's all like, "Oh, it's very dark."
0: Yeah, is yeah. it too dark? No, I
1: love it. I live for this.
0: Yeah, the, the whole episode from here on out is bouncing back between regular reality and Jughead's story. Yes, and uh, when we cross over back into what's actually happening, it is often in the form of Betty offering criticism. Yeah, criticism, which is mostly in the form of unbridled praise. Like yes. she she loves this story top to bottom.
1: Yes, well, it has murder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Charles uh texts that. He, he needs them to come But Jughead needs to keep writing mm-hmm. so, so Betty's gonna go And so Jughead keeps back at his writing And we feel we get more of the story mm-hmm. uh, That Cheryl is the first one to, to Watch Mr. Honey And uh, he is trying to play Mind games with her while she reads yeah. a magazine he,
0: He's trying to break up the team Try to find everybody's weak link Yes,
1: and his big thing with her Is uh, basically about the plan And mm-hmm. what they're doing And she's like, well Betty and Jughead have a plan He's like, never were much of a follower before.
0: Bum bum bum. Cheryl's all about that pride, and, yeah. And he
1: he like thinks he has her, but she's like, no, yeah, so we got a common enemy. It's you. <laughs> you barred us from prom. The real thing we're angry about.
0: Yes, you know it's more important than you know your safety and security and, and a, a clean criminal record. Despite my several murders, going to prom. And so
1: she's all like, okay, here's what you can do. You can make a video saying that we can first all go to prom, and second, that this was just a little prank and you're not going to press charges, and then we'll let you go. Mm -hmm. And he's like, fuck no. (laughs) Uh, You're all going to be punished, because you're going to go to the cops, you're going to tell them what happened.
0: But if we stop now, it doesn't have to get any worse. And
1: then she's like, nope, it's your funeral.
0: Mm -hmm. And leaves. And, And leaves Mr. Honey unattended.
1: Uh, so meanwhile, back in the real world, the reason Charles needed them to come was because Mrs. Klump, remember her, mm-hmm. got a video and it is a reenactment of Midge's murder.
0: As the, the final curtain call to Carrie the musical. Yes. Yes.
1: Remember all that? We're flashing back. I
0: remember being stabbed with a whole bunch of knives? Uh, unbeknownst to all of our characters, one of the attendees of Carrie the musical uh, kept the whole grizzly scene in frame the whole time. <laughs>
1: Oh, that was one of the dads who had his tripod set up.
0: Oh, that makes sense. That makes, that actually does make sense. Because <laughs> I'm just picturing like which- It was ma- Kevin's dad. Which macabre ass mom was just like, is this, is this part of it? These are good special effects. If I look away, I'm going to miss it. Whatever's happening, I can't. This Keller boy is a genius. I'm i mean, raptured.
1: I am going with it either being Josie's mom mm-hmm. or Kevin's dad. <laughs> that are the tripod camera parents
0: and that's why they're such a good fit together <laughs>
1: yeah yeah because now they, they both still set up their cameras and they'll get it from different angles one will get a zoom another one will get far away shot that was
0: their meet cute that that was when the relationship <gasps> began <gasps> on Carrie night
1: oh it's when they were getting like their what? customizable like vhs tape like cases from the printer
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: Not for Carrie the Musical, though. It was for something else.
0: See, Kevin, we don't need your permission for fan fiction. It just happens. It just happens. It just happens.
1: happens. So the story, it's now Archie and Veronica's time to keep an eye on Mr. Honey, to replace Cheryl. Yes. And when they go in, he is collapsed on the floor, still duct taped to his chair, and he doesn't have a pulse. Yes. Suddenly, though, we, like, see Jughead writing, and we get a flashback to the first time that they meet Mr. Honey. And, and he's
0: such a fucking hard ass. Tell him about how you're all going to toe the line, and we're going to have some discipline up in here now.
1: And so we go back to the story, and Archie's all like, is he okay? Is he's alive? And Jughead makes the decision that Veronica says, no, he's dead. Yes. Because have- out of spite, out of spite for being my principal, you're going to die.
0: You're going to die, Mr. Honey.
1: So in the student lounge... I don't remember why Cheryl says this, but she says brace yourself, bitches. (laughs) <laughs>
0: something about it, though. There's just something about the phrase "brace yourself, bitches." Like I can't let it,
1: down. I can't let it go that that was said. But I, I don't quite know why. All I know
0: is She's that he's telling people to to brace themselves for the sight of, of for for Mr. Honey's return.
1: Oh, that's what it is. Like he's back. He's back in the building. Yeah, and they they have that's to right.
0: prepare for the consequences of their prank.
1: Okay, that makes sense. And then Archie's all like, <laughs> his ass got glued to a chair. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Because he's a child. <laughs> so Mr. Honey comes over the PA system and is all like, you know, unless someone steps forward, prom is officially canceled. And Cheryl loses her shit on Reggie and is like, mm-hmm. turn thyself in, Reginald.
0: Or he'll ruin the two-person prom.
1: And she's like, I didn't do this alone. And then, like, Archie and Kevin both raise their hand and Cheryl is even more pissed. Mm-hmm. And Kevin's like, well, it's not like any of us were going to go. She's like, uh-uh, we were going to crash. We were going to crash the prom. Now we have nothing to crash.
0: This is a good point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love her little
0: freak out here. Mm-hmm. She will not be the only student class president in the history of Riverdale High to not preside over a promenade. Yeah. Even if she has to break the rules of the promenade to do so.
1: Have none of them considered they could just have their
0: own prom? Do a footloose.
1: Footloose. Do a footloose. footloose. <gasps> what if? What? Well, yeah. The next season.
0: Has Miles Teller in it, reprising his role from the Footloose remake.
1: No, I was going to say, what if they do Footloose? What <laughs> oh, if that okay. they do like a, a, a episode two musical thing mm-hmm. and it's Footloose and it's them being like, we're doing our prom, bitch. No,
0: they do a Footloose-inspired plot where murder is banned, but all the citizens of Riverdale have to come together to talk about how it is their God-given right to do murder. Yeah. Look at all of the places in the Bible where they do murder. <laughs>
1: Then we, we do a lot of, like, back and forth between real world and the story here. Yes. It's, yes. like, it just goes.
0: Because both uh, uh, teen teams are are trying to figure out how to band together to solve their problem. In the real world, Archie is preaching solidarity, which is something he learned from Monroe in the prison yard, and instead tried to pitch them on the highs and lows of high school football. Yeah. If everybody stays quiet, then we can rise above don't sell anybody out. We'll all be better off, and that is very similar to the argument being made around the the body of uh, uh, the recently deceased Mister Honey in, yes. in the fictional cabin, the double fictional cabin. This is a TV show, after all. Uh. <laughs> uh,
1: and and in the the fictional world, Betty is very like, we're not going to let this terrible accident. Yes, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. Ruin our lives, and then they like all go into this thing about what is ahead of them like each of them stating what college they're going to go to and how their life would be ruined and it's like I'm I'm supposed to go to Yale supposed to go to Barnard I might be able to go to University of Iowa I'm going to community college maybe
0: (laughs) uh, it's amazing oh Reggie I love it I hope when Jughead is uh, going back to change the names, he also changes that school, because it comes off as a little desperate to write a story to get into the University of Iowa's, like, creative writing program yeah. when your character is desperate to get into the University of Iowa's right? creative writing program.
1: Right, Also, don't talk down to community colleges. Like.
0: Maybe Junkhead's also going to slip a 50 in there with a little sticky note that says, you know, Thank.
1: There There is also the uh, conversation of, you know, what to do with the dead body and, and mm-hmm. who's like moved one. And Reggie's just like, am I the only one that hasn't gotten rid of a dead body? <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Yes, Yes. yes, right. yes actually.
0: <laughs> that is, this is the scene. Because Kevin's not there. <laughs> That's the scene that we were so excited to, to see in this episode. And it made such an impression on us that we imagined three people that weren't actually in it. <laughs>
1: Okay, that is like a five-second clip <laughs> in total. Mm-hmm. So it was like half a second. Yeah. <laughs> Very hard. Could not freeze. So yeah, all we, the only people involved in this are Veronica, Archie, Betty, Jughead, Cheryl, and Reggie.
0: Yes, we imagined Tony and uh, Fangs uh, Fangs and, and Kevin. Kevin to be there. <laughs> but not. they are not.
1: They are not. Kevin... Is not involved in that. But he is involved in the super gluing of the principal. Yes. So at least there's that. That's my boy.
0: He did the actual uh, symbolic killing of Mr. Honey. There's like- And his epidermis.
1: No Tony or Fangs in this episode. Or Sweet Pea. Back in the real world, Betty has an idea.
0: Yeah, Betty's plan is, her, her plan that she always has, research, research, research. She's yeah. going to dig for some dirt on Mr. Honey and see if they can find a way to, to leverage that.
1: Yes, because there's got to be like some reason he's trying to take this away from us. And Jughead's all like, oh, yeah, it's like the Grinch who stole prom.
0: (laughs) Uh, You know what happened when the Grinch stole prom? It came. It came just the same. Footloose. Do a footloose.
1: So uh, all the kids go home to their families and all say the same thing, which is (laughs) that prom is canceled and it's because the principal has it out
0: for us. And this is just so important to us right now. We work so hard and it's so stressful. And, and this one means we, a lot. We need this. And they're all like, oh, I'm going to go fight for every, my baby. Every parent is ready to fight for them. Babies. Nana Rose is really going to kill someone. <laughs> then, Nana Rose is like, you can see her chanting dark magics. She's summoning She's Dagon.
1: Like, I, I need some Eye of Wart. Uh, I would like to point out the portrait hanging above uh, the fireplace behind FP and Alice.
0: Yes, is a serpent.
1: It's like an oil-painted, very comic yes. serpent that's like dangling off of antlers? antlers. Yeah. I assume this is like some random thing that Jughead saved from the trailer, and FP somehow convinced Alice to let him hang
0: up. I think FP found it, like, for 50 cents at a garage sale. Yeah. And then, as a joke, convinced Alice, like, this was painted by my great-grandfather. Yeah. it's He's the only member of my family that, that I ever respected until my son.
1: Yeah. Okay. What if uh, FP found two paintings? Mm-hmm. She was like, you I really want this home to feel like your home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Okay. We can either get the Velvet Poker Dogs, <laughs> another singing fish, or this. And she was like, "That, that, that." that. We're taking that the least
0: one. Least worst option.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, what if it was an anniversary present? What <laughs> from if, whom? To what? whom? what if I don't know? I don't know.
0: I think Father's Day is more likely. What if Jelly Bean painted it?
1: <gasps> what if Jelly Jellybean's Bean an painted artist? it? Goodness. Anyway,
0: all of the parents of Riverdale are demanding to speak to Mr. Honey's manager, all in their own special ways.
1: Yes. So they all strut in to the school.
0: Mm-hmm. The, in this, the Karen army.
1: Uh, with Cheryl pushing Nana Rose <laughs> in the best possible way. Uh, and they're all you know, like, as a concerned parents, we demand you bring prom back.
0: These concerned parents include the mayor, a, a lawyer who loves to talk about how good a lawyer she is, but I've never seen her win a case. No. PTA president, obviously Alice. Obviously. Yeah. And uh as everyone's listing their credentials.
1: And like, I I can do this to take you down. I can do this to take right, you down. Right.
0: Like Hiram is going to call the governor on him.
1: Yes. And Mr. Honey looks at FP and Tom Keller and he's like, What about you two? Oh, we're the muscle. <laughs> as they <laughs> both so like good. straighten their leather jackets. He's like, Yes. Sexy
0: dad squad. It would be even funnier if FP was still sheriff and like he did his thing. And then Tom was the only one to be like, I'm a muscle. (laughs) Just me. (laughs) There used
1: to be more of us. It's just me now.
0: It would have been that like extra 110% in the scene. Yeah.
1: So Alice demands that the school board have a vote over it. Honey's all like, okay, how about everyone over the age of 20 comes to my office, which proves that Reggie is older than we thought. Yeah, Or older, like, we've said before, like, oh, it's because he's been held back Oh, it's because he. the reason he says 20 and not 18 is so it includes Reggie (laughs) Because we're like, Reggie is forever a student Whether it's because he's, like, repeating senior year five times Or it's because he's a fucking ghost I don't know, but he says that because Reggie's, like, 19
0: Everybody over the age of 31, yeah, yeah, into my office (laughs) Um, uh, Cheryl does invite herself, though, as well As student body president
1: And he's just like, whatever Which, which
0: is an acceptable uh, uh, compromise Also, somebody has to push Nana
1: Yes, exactly uh, So then we get a flash to the story Of where they're digging the grave For Honey mm-hmm. And we just hear, like, okay it's it's, you know, it's gotta be deep Well, how deep? Deep! It's Riverdale Because <laughs> we find a lot of dead bodies No shallow graves Let's learn from all mm-hmm. the people who have murdered before us Yes they could just, like, bury him in the sex hole.
0: <laughs> no one ever thinks to look there.
1: No one ever looks there. Just throw him in there. It's fine. So we also get some classic Cheryl throwback of uh, her coming in to find Jughead and Betty and greeting them as Hobo and Bride of Hobo.
0: Yes. This is how we transition into the next scene, because that flash of the fiction once again ended with, oh, Juggy, I love it so much, M-m-m-m-m. Be, yeah. be my writer boy forever. Yes. With this twisted, sick shit that I crave.
1: Uh. So Cheryl has come to say that she has a, uh, a proclamation, but it calls, calls for a more festive setting and leaves.
0: <laughs> I have a proclamation in 45 minutes, everybody. We
1: are all meeting Pre- at Pops.
0: Prepare for the proclamation. When we get to Pops, they're pouring the champagne because apparently Pops has a liquor license, <laughs> but the speakeasy beneath Pops still does not. <laughs>
1: They all got, like, martini glasses <laughs> up and Pops. All all the kids are there. All the parents are there. A lot of just, like, regular restaurant eaters are there. And Cheryl stands up on a table mm-hmm. and shouts that, that prom is back on, that they've won.
0: Which is something half the people there know because they were in the, the meeting. Right? Right. The parents are all, like, faking surprise just to be polite. Don't, don't want to burst her bubble. We know she loves this. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then it turns into this, like, we toast you thing by the parents mm-hmm. of starting with Alice, that they're just so, you know, very proud of them. And Mary, you know, you've all been through a lot like yeah. murder, <laughs> not gonna say that, but you know what I mean. And, like, all the parents go around and give these, like, heartfelt toasts. And then we get to F.P., <laughs> Would you like to do your impression? Yeah, I,
0: I love all, all these people. It's just like, you know, I was so worried that that my child's future was ruined when, when he was molested by the music teacher or when he was thrown in a shallow grave by the school janitor. You've or, been
1: through a lot. Let's just leave it at that. Or when
0: he started a violent militia twice. <laughs> When he tried to become a conciliary and then got framed for murder by his girlfriend's dad. Remember when you fought that bear? But but yeah, FP keeps it short and sweet. The fucking bear Remember Bear Man? Bearman! Bear Man. Bear it's the one year anniversary of Bearman! Do you remember Dodger? The artful Dodger? He was I would say artless, in fact.
1: But yes, would you like to tell us what FP says? My boy
0: is the first Jones man to go to college.
1: That is literally exactly how he says it. My boy, just like that. It is amazing.
0: It's the best. It's the best. Yes.
1: Jughead is writing again, and it's it's all about like Honey's dead, and we all gotta go on like normal. They're they're in the student lounge in the story, and Cheryl is talking about the theme for prom, and that it should be mm-hmm. F.
0: Scott Fitzgerald. And this scene starts pretty ambiguously, you're not sure which story you're in right yes. now, until Reggie starts breaking down. How can you talk about prom like this? We just murdered a guy. <laughs> They're all like, shut up! <laughs> shut up, Reggie! Reggie's the first one to crack because he believes he killed Honey.
1: Because like, he punched him. He thought like, like his punches somehow did internal damage.
0: Some like brain bleeding or something. Yeah. Like, I didn't think I punched him that hard, but like, the only thing that makes sense to him is he's a fucking murderer. <laughs>
1: yes. Uh, and then Kevin rushes in uh, and like, guys, did you hear? Mr. Honey's missing! It's like, some adventure scouts found his glasses in the wood. They're organizing search parties. Should we, should we go join?
0: And Reggie runs off, looks like he's gonna puke, and everybody's like playing it cool, like, oh, oh, that's. I thought maybe he just didn't call in sick, or oh, that's on un- Oh, what a shock. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then back in the real world, Kevin rushes into Betty and <laughs> Jughead and is like, hey, yeah, Mr. Honey wants to see you in his office right now. Why is Kevin the messenger? <laughs> They have a PA system.
0: Kevin's job is to just
1: watch. Does he just hang out like by Miss Bell?
0: Kevin is the and me character. We know this.
1: Fuck that bullshit.
0: He's the observer.
1: So he's going to be in lots of musicals as a bald man.
0: Seen. Yep. he's the observer. He loves musicals. He's seen in every episode. He does very little except in a couple special ones.
1: That's why he drinks a lot of milk, because of all the spice He
0: drinks all the milk because, yes, he, he's dumping full uh, uh, shakers of, of black pepper on all his sandwiches
1: Oh, it makes so much sense mm-hmm. Yeah Betty and had go, Charles is there was apparently Mr. Honey called him because a tape was delivered to the school Yes uh, We
0: gotta talk about Mr. Honey's office television
1: Oh my god <laughs>
0: It's one of those super old, like, 50s, or, or somewhere in the 50s to 70s, honestly, I don't know, uh, sets that is sort of sort of oval with an oval back, and it's held up on, on those, like, br- curved brass posts. Yeah. One of the things that's so retro, it looks like it's from the future. Yes. Yes, it does. And the remote he uses looks like it's four pounds.
1: This huge, it's like, a murder weapon.
0: sterling, shiny brick of a remote control.
1: And so they play the tape, and at first it's just the facade of the school, but then it goes inside, and it is hours and hours of footage of the inside of
0: the school. Every single inch, every room of the school.
1: And he's all like, you know, this feels like a warning mm-hmm. or something. Don't you think so, Mr. Smith? Like, this is very dangerous.
0: This, this escalation, it, it seems threatening. And as, you know, the principal, it is with heavy heart that I say for, for safety, the best thing to do would be to cancel prom.
1: And he's like, you will let your friends know, right? Like, you, fucker.
0: Like, you know how in Return of the Jedi, it becomes obvious that the Battle of Endor is the last place Admiral Ackbar wants to be? Every single line is him trying to get out of there with any excuse. Yeah. That's Mr. Honey with prom. Yeah. I think at his prom as, as a student, Mr. Honey got pantsed, and now he's like prom-phobic, yeah. or he's on some sort of crusade to protect all the world from prom.
1: Well, he just knows that the kids won't leave room for Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do a footloose.
1: Footloose. Footloose. Jughead Betty and Charles go have a little uh, secret meeting in one of the rooms. Like, what? what is that? This is just all about prom. This is what this is. <laughs> and they're like, that. we know that our guy has like changed his motive Like with what he's doing. Our guy has moved on.
0: But not in this direction, in a completely different direction.
1: So, like, this is weird. This is a hoax. He totally did that himself, didn't he? (laughs) And so they're like, okay, we got to review the tape. That's what we got to do. We got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Jakehead has to go write a story.
0: Obviously. (laughs) yeah.
1: In the story, uh, the plan is starting to unravel because of Reggie's guilt. And in the locker room, uh, some of the bulldogs are talking about uh, Mr. Honey being missing, and that they heard that like he hooked up with a girl, and you know he he ran town. Not people, just
0: any girl, but a student.
1: A student, and ran town because you know it's going to get found out. And Reggie like blows up at them about how you know he didn't run off. You know he he he's dead. Like they found his glasses, and like it, it's going like he's going to come clean. He's going to say it. And Archie until
0: Reg, until Archie does a flying spear to to pin him against.
1: Shut up! You know what you're talking about! And I'm like, this isn't fucking suspicious at all, Archie!
0: Lays down a fucking Roman Reigns Superman punch to shut our, uh, Reggie's mouth.
1: As the other bulldogs awkwardly leave well, the locker room.
0: This is normal to us. Goodbye!
1: We're in love. It's fine.
0: <laughs> we have to go kiss now.
1: Back in the real world, Betty is watching the tapes. And she, she suddenly sees a reflection in the glass.
0: Reflective surfaces always have been and always will be the bane of long takes, especially in the age of cam.
1: Next morning in Mr. Honey's office, uh, Jughead Betty and Charles are laying down the law that, yo, this is you in this shot. Mm-hmm. This is you. And he's like, you don't really think like, I'm behind all the tapes. No, just this one.
0: We're only accusing you of being a copycat to try to ruin prom. And so then it it all comes out All of his justifications about He's trying to protect them You know, prepare them for the real world And he does have them there There are no proms outside of high school So maybe there's something to this
1: No, there are There's like (laughs) That's like a thing now
0: Yeah Do you want to go to prom with me again? I'm okay Okay
1: But it was fun
0: What if it was like a footloose? I would go to prom Okay, see? You should do a footloose!
1: (laughs) See, weddings are just proms now (laughs)
0: <laughs> Except you don't have to vote on the king and queen. It's kind of like
1: and I'm allowed to drink unlimited amounts of alcohol.
0: Just it's like prom.
1: Weddings, just like weddings prom. are so I don't have to hide it though. <laughs> weddings are so much better than prom. That's why I don't want to go to prom again. I want to go to more weddings. Oh, okay. Where they feed me like a nice meal, I mm-hmm. get free
0: drinks. You don't have to do fake gambling games with the science teacher.
1: That was so weird. Your prom was weird.
0: My prom had a casino theme, and they set up table games.
1: And you got tokens to go fake gamble.
0: And all all the the dealers were teachers. (laughs) Because who else are they going to get? They're not going to pay people.
1: And there were people that were, like, really into it. Yes. That, like, all they did was do fake gambling the whole night.
0: Good job, Tony. You had a big fat stack of meaningless chips at the end of the night. I remember you.
1: Like, I enjoyed prom with you. I had a good time. Yeah. A lot of those other people there were really annoying.
0: Yeah, I had to spend 40 hours a week with him, dear.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize for that. Yeah. Yeah, he goes in his whole speech and they're like, well, doesn't matter. We've already sent the video to the school board, aka our parents. <laughs> so like, prom's gonna happen again. You don't mess with us. This is our town. Betty and Drake had leave very uh victorious. Oh yeah. But all like, you know, what the fuck's wrong with him? Was he like bullied in high school? Maybe he should have talked to Miss Burble.
0: Yeah. Needs- uh, remember Ms. Burble?
1: What happened to Miss Burble?
0: She was supposed to sing at your variety show.
1: She did. Jughead's all like, to go finish my story. It's almost done. Reggie just died.
0: Uh, and Betty reacts with surprise at this spoiler to, to this sort of serial chapter by chapter fanfic that, that she's been following. Uh, but the way this cross cuts is just so much fun. Uh, they are walking uh, left to right. Uh, sort of walk and talk this whole conversation we're describing while someone crossing in front of them, another student holding a tattered football. But then uh, the, the camera follows this person instead of Betty and Jughead around the corner where you see uh, the big shrine in front of Reggie's locker and and the, the student. Sets her football down as part of it Yes, This, this incredible like reality Crossfade but without fading just, just Blocking yeah it's very good it's very good
1: uh, And then Cheryl rushes Away to the music room to cry And break down that he did not Deserve this mm-hmm. uh, and, and Veronica's comforting her And Jughead's all like yeah it's sad and tragic But he couldn't handle it he couldn't Cut it he was spiraling Basically it's it's Cheryl and Veronica Against everyone else hmm As they're like, how, how could you, we do this?
0: It, it's sort of a three-way thing. It, Cheryl and Veronica are, are, they're done, they're out. Now one of their friends has died. Like, there's not just a body, but a body count. Meanwhile, Jughead and Betty are just calm and cool and trying to force everyone to be cool through their force of will. You know how Reggie never uh, uh, maintained that car, not under the hood at least. It's no wonder his brakes went out. We had nothing to do with it.
1: It was a freak accident. Isn't
0: that right, everybody? While Archie is uh, keeping peace and trying to mediate and like, as long as... Uh, We keep our cool, it's over, and and everything's going to work out great. Like, he's recognizing this is a fucked up situation, but the only way to to get out is to keep a lid on it.
1: Uh, One of my favorite things is when Veronica says to him, When did you become a monster, Archie Kins? (laughs) Archie Kins.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, And uh, Jughead's like, in this town, we are all monsters, all of us. <laughs> We're either gonna be monsters in college or
0: jail. And back to reality, Betty loves that line so much. <laughs> she can't get enough. And this is. She, when- she basically wants to crawl on top of them right there in the middle of school.
1: And this is when we find out that Jughead hasn't changed any of the names. <gasps> this is the moment, because he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna change them before I submit them. And I'm like, how fucking far are we into this? And you haven't changed any names.
0: I would have loved it, like, if someone in the script process for this episode was like, what if he has changed the names? Therefore, when when we're filming inside the story, everybody has a slightly different aesthetic to their costumes. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. It didn't happen, but it'd be cool. Uh,
1: So Kevin rushes in again with another (laughs) announcement (laughs) that uh, Honey is uh, leaving his office and they should all come watch.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. They need like a, a medieval roleplay episode, so Kevin can put on the elf outfit from uh, midnight club. Yes, but run around with a little with, with scrolls from the king. <gasps>
1: yes, oh my god, I want that. <laughs> I want that
0: because that's basically his job.
1: Yes, and so yeah, uh, Principal Honey has packed his office stuff, and uh, Miss Bell is taking down his portrait. Yes. And as he walks out, the group of them are standing there and light, they're all like, looks like the good guys won.
0: He doesn't see it that way, but they insist. They're, they're here. He's not, looks like good guys won to us.
1: And he's like, stand by whatever you think. I was trying to make things better. I was trying to make you understand that murder, mayhem, and depravity is not normal. <laughs> and they're like, well, it's normal to us.
0: Which seems, frankly, like a problem. (laughs) That's not something to be proud of! But Mr. Honey, he's gonna be fine. He's already got his next job lined up. He saw the writing on the wall. He's going to be working at Stonewall Prep as their new headmaster for triple the pay he's getting from Riverdale High.
1: And they're all just, like, stunned. Stunned. (laughs) They thought they were actually ruining this man's life forever, not helping him have a brighter future.
0: That future's not going to last long. He is jumping out of that window in like four months tops.
1: In the student lounge, Archie's like, screw Mr. Honey, he sucks. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a teenager in this episode. He's
0: got a real way with words, Archie. Uh,
1: And Miss Bell comes in. uh,
0: So upset that they would say such a thing.
1: Overhearing them continue on that he's like a psycho and all this other stuff. And she's like, you're all wrong. You have nothing right. Um, And basically, she lectures them on how they really don't understand him or who he was or what he was doing for Riverdale.
0: Miss Bell was secretary for eight different principals over her 50 years of service at Riverdale High. And
1: the best was Mr. Honey. Fuck you, Weatherby! I'm like, what the hell?
0: Get out of here! Fuck you! What, you think you could just bring a cult in here and get forgiven (laughs) by Miss Bell? She has expunged your records. You are an un The anti-principal.
1: Uh, And so she gives examples such as Mr. Honey helping get six low-income students into college with full scholarships That the GPAs are higher than they've ever been before And more seniors are graduating than ever before since 1956 And I'm like, wow, you guys got low standards
0: (laughs) The tiebreaker on, on graduating and going to college is Reggie Oh. Yeah, yeah, all that riding uh, on Reggie that Mr. Honey's been doing, it's it's to get that one last statistic.
1: And uh, she rubs it in with, oh, and no students have died on his watch, (laughs) which is what we said.
0: It's only one year, though. This is true. But bringing Jughead back from the dead does give him one murder free. He so, gets one.
1: So, like, do we, like, really, like, count all of these things, though, as his work? Or is it really just the fact that no one's died is why GPAs are up and people are graduating? <laughs> it's because they haven't been as stressed recently. A
0: rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. You know, you put, push a little bit on all the levers. Don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so then she hands Jughead a letter. Before leaving, and we find out that it's a letter Mr. Honey wrote to the University of Iowa.
0: She's decided that she will not be sending it after all that happened, but she thinks that Jughead should probably take a look. Mrs. Bell just sort of came out of nowhere to become a real character over the last two episodes. It's very strange. Yeah, we, we talked about her in the Hedwig episode. It's like, oh, we've never mentioned this person who is... Kind of around, very rarely speaks And now, Miss Bell is just dropping Truth bombs like it's fucking Vietnam
1: Maybe Miss Bell should be principal
0: I'd be alright with that Real prediction, uh, Weatherby's finished his Deprogramming <sighs>
1: Weatherby's coming back to me, baby to, to
0: come back to his career yes. Yeah,
1: The next morning, Jughead has still not opened it mm-hmm. And he, he finally does And we get this, like, zoom in And mm-hmm. the world, like, shifting Around him And he's suddenly like, I have to go Change it, I have my story. And he runs away and goes and types away on his computer.
0: And he changes the entire story.
1: They still kidnap Mr. Honey. Yes. He still goes unconscious.
0: But Veronica and Archie find him still with a pulse and shallow breaths. They call 911, Veronica applies CPR, and he survives. And
1: uh, they all rush to the hospital Cheryl, Betty, and Jughead are freaking out about what Archie and Veronica did, but Veronica talks them down that, like, we, we told them that this was just a stupid prank, and, mm-hmm. you know, this is the way we have to do it, otherwise he would have died. And Betty's all like, but you just wrecked everything. Yeah, It's this whole battle of
0: wills. The, the debate now isn't over what to do about the dead man, it's do you care more about what consequences we're going to get in the short term, or do you care about not killing a man? <laughs>
1: Betty's reading it, and she's all like, "Well, why, why'd you decide
0: to rewrite it?" I love that sick, twisted shit, Jughead. I'm down with the clown. I want Betty to chug Fago. Give it to me.
1: Our restaurant that serves Fago reopens like next <laughs> week, and we are totally getting curbside pickup. Jughead, it's like I realize that I've been reveling in this town's sickness and enjoying yes. the suffering of others.
0: That is such a juicy line if you see this as a story about Riverdale fanfic. Yeah. We, we've talked about how s- recent episodes have had elements that seem like they're really responding to Riverdale fandom. To the AO3 and the Twitter and the Instagram crowd. Yes. Barchi teasing and then closing that off. And, and now just the idea of... Now, the the idea of taking Riverdale and just reveling, yeah, in the the dark, twisted parts and then concentrating that down and seeing how far these would go. The actions of all these characters are very believable for these characters if they slid down a path, right? And to to show what could happen along there, but pull back and like, but to then pull back from that and, and ask the question, is that all that these characters are to you? Is that all that this uh, uh, franchise, the, this program is? Isn't there, are, aren't there more sides of the, these characters to explore, to follow? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Yeah, that that is also in an episode that's like, hey, remember that time that Archie got kidnapped by a, a crime son and had to punch his way out? <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, remember that time that Archie got stabbed by the the underground brainwashed fighter that it was dating one of his best friends?
1: Oh, Joaquin, miss you. <laughs> Uh, so Betty is going to then ask for information about what was in the letter. Yes. But Jellybean interrupts because another tape has shown up.
0: Yeah. And poor
1: Jellybean. Every time she has shown up in like the past like four episodes, she's been confronted with now's not a good time. Please leave.
0: <laughs> Jellybean is a girl, Kevin.
1: Oh my god, she is. Yeah. They treat her like shit. <laughs> uh, and so they go to watch the tape, mm-hmm. and is a shot of a house. Like It's like a cabin
0: Not a familiar house, certainly not a place in Riverdale No, 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 this is, hey guys, remember when This is the cabin where uh, Hermione and, and Sheriff Minetta Were boinking, and then she shot him
1: And so, what do they do? They decide to go there, because maybe this <laughs> tape's Like an invitation to, like, go mm-hmm. They go in the middle of the night
0: Never mind that this very important story Jughead is writing is now what, one quarter of the length it was before? Yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of plot that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. It's now a short story. <laughs> yeah, very short. And so yeah, they're in
1: this cabin and they're looking around and it's very like trashed mm-hmm. and they see um a sheet up that looks like a screen for a movie, and then they see a projector, and then But no they film see in the projector. A really old shitty TV.
0: Not nearly as old as the principals.
1: And a VHS player with a tape sticking out of it.
0: Y'all better watch out when the Voyage switches to Betamax. That's when shit's gonna hit the fan. But in in the cabin, before they get to this video, because I know we just want to talk about the video, what was in the letter, though?
1: Mr. Honey uh, writing to his friend, we find Mm -hmm. out. Yes. Someone he knows at University of Iowa.
0: A Mr. Kuntz. I thought it was a miss. Either way, this Kuntz, who is head of admissions, would be a dean. D- dean Kuntz? Yeah. Ha.
1: But basically, it's kind of complimenting Jughead, kind of not, but saying he also, like, needs something yeah. in his life. Give like, him a chance. I don't
0: really know. Forsyth jones a personally, he went to a different school and was dead for a while while I was principal. <laughs>
1: He's also kind of a little dick.
0: But But, he has a lot of talent and he needs the the sort of structure and stability that I know your institution can offer to develop that that talent.
1: Yeah, basically something like that.
0: And regards to the missus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they turn it on and it is another reenactment. Yes. But it's the reenactment of Principal Honey being killed Mm -hmm. by them from Jughead's story. The,
0: The whole committee... All in uh, the same classic Archie rubber masks, whichever ones most closely match the person they're supposed to be.
1: They have the majority of the characters. Right,
0: right. They, they even have a Reggie. Yes. Uh, gathered around a Mr. Honey in a Jughead mask, who is helpfully labeled Mr. Honey on a placard worn around his nest, neck, just so you get it. Yeah. And they all descend and stab him many, many times.
1: And then the final, the final shot... Is them stepping away, and we see a stabbed, bloody Mr. Honey character. Yes. And they all do this weird, like, head
0: tilt. All of these reenactment killings have ended with the the killer looking at the camera, tilting their head to their right. But now, it's, you know, a full group of six all doing it in unison. Yeah. There's escalation for you. Yeah. And that is the season finale. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of season four. Uh, It is the end, but it was not prepared for. We do not have any sort of closure on on what's going on with these videotapes, who's behind it, why they're doing it, what is the point? (laughs) Like, it's an interesting puzzle because, like, people are pursuing this mystery just out of curiosity and anxiety over what it could mean. Yeah. When it's a serial killer, there's a very clear impetus to stop them. This this could just be somebody with a good squid budget and a weird-ass hobby that's not hurting anybody. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know. So, darling, what did you think? I I really enjoyed this episode. I thought, uh, the... (laughs) Okay. Something is tickling my nose, and I don't know if it's nose hair or mustache hair, and I hate that fact.
1: (laughs) Would you like to go check it out real quick? We can pause for, like, a second. Uh,
0: The, the, like, two layers of intertwining reality were a lot of fun. Just just the way that uh, the dramatic beats matched up so perfectly is kind of corny, but it's it led to the two stories supporting each other so very well. If we take the fanfic interpretation, it was fun to have Jughead sort of be one of us. Yeah. And, and the way he's like, what has to happen next in the story? Sometimes he would be reacting to what happened to him in real life. Sometimes he'd be predicting something happening, you know, just in a yeah. in, in the, the parallel symbolic way. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Some weird complication is going to come out that it's going to give Honey the upper hand. And then, outside the story... That's what happens, you know. Yeah. It, it's fun to see.
1: I enjoyed that their prank mm-hmm. in real life was such a goofy, yes. shitty ass prank. It's fair. like we got this murder happening, and now we got super glue in someone. It's such well, I remember you saying, like, oh, what they do, give them a whoopee cushion. Like, it's on that <laughs> level of awful.
0: It's a it's an oldie, but a goodie. It's yeah. a classic.
1: Yeah. Um, I am slightly disappointed. We, the trailer gave away the you know the the story mm-hmm. aspect so we knew what that was gonna be uh roberto yes tweeted and then deleted a picture of reggie's lock okay <laughs> which was all anyone was talking about they're like did you see that it was up for all of two minutes mm-hmm. and uh
0: sometimes it seems like they know what they're doing
1: my my hope mm-hmm. was that there would be a prank of Reggie faking his death because he's Showing- so annoyed that Jughead faked his death.
0: You gotta show Jughead how to do it right. I
1: gotta do the right senior prank. Gotta out prank you. But his prank is death. literally just yeah, repeating it. Yeah. But it, it was, it was it was fun. I, I love that they're just so fucking obsessed with prom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like- <laughs> and Mr. Honey seems more obsessed than any of them for some reason. Like, okay. Prom's
1: where you fornicate.
0: He's giving him tough love and he doesn't want to crow about his successes that he's working toward behind the scenes. And, like, okay, fine. But do you have to be such a hard ass about the one thing?
1: So, what if where Mr. Honey used to work, like every other school he's worked yeah. at, students have died during prom? And the- How would they know?
0: Because he's banned prom every other place he's worked. There's no chance for people to die there.
1: Well, no, I'm thinking that he had it happen, like, once. (laughs) Someone died during prom, and now wherever he works, he bans prom. Mm -hmm. And, like, especially now that he's there, we're like, oh my god, people have died every year?
0: No prom! Definitely Uh -uh. no no prom! Also, no yearbook. You know what happens when you have an yearbook? People go to prom.
1: We need evidence then. Then we're going to search for evidence because all these people are going to die. <laughs> but, um, I do think, like, I know it wasn't the planned ending. We didn't get the close. Like, it's not a traditional, because it wasn't planned, Riverdale season ending. Right. All that said, it's kind of a great episode to end on if you yeah. have to end in the middle of a season.
0: Yeah, it ends with all the kids having an adventure together, having two adventures together, in a sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Them coming together over something, mm-hmm. which is to super glue the ass of a principal.
0: <laughs> but but also, they, they all learned a lesson together. They, they were all humbled. And again, this general theme of pivoting them toward the future. They, they all have plans uh, and have to... to cope with with the anxiety that brings and now they, they had this uh moment of, of unified growth and, and toward you know adulthood toward maturity that, that a lesson of perspective right yes if, if you had to end on something you didn't know you'd end on that's a pretty square one
1: it, it's just the fact that like we've s- set up there's this mystery lingering uh-huh but we haven't like introduced other things right so it's still like oh i want to know what's going on there but at the same time, I'm not, like, super annoyed <laughs> that I don't know right now. Like, I feel like I'm at a place where I can wait mm-hmm. to know.
0: Mm-hmm. But also the, this twist that whoever is making these videos has access to Jughead's computer or is just hanging out in, in the lounge or is bugged the lounge or is one of the six.
1: I have theories. Yeah.
0: You know, that it narrows it down while sort of blowing it open. The crime that was reenacted or, I suppose, enacted. For the first time in this new video. Yeah. In in the end, solid episode that, you know, concludes its story. How, I don't know how many times we're going to repeat ourselves. It doesn't conclude the season. But it is effective as like, yeah, we'll come back in a while. Yeah. See how it goes. Yeah.
1: With that, do you have your, your, your thing? Your, your spiel? Dingamajigger?
0: Oh, you mean the latest and greatest segment that I love with all my heart? Check your sources? Yes. Yes, I do have one of those. And and this week, I would like to talk about Archie 1955. This is written by Mark Wade and Brian uh, Augustin, uh, with art by Tom Grummet et al. Uh, There are a lot of artists who uh, traded uh, off-duties on Archie 1955. The, The fifth issue, the conclusion, has three separate artists. Oh, wow. And boy, can you tell as you flip through. And it's not like a thematic thing where... You know this part. Oh, I remember
1: you showing this to me.
0: It's just it's bad. It's just incongruous, is what it is. There there is some stuff going on behind the scenes. I don't know what it is about availability or deadlines or something, but they used the, the whole stable across Archie nineteen fifty five. But the the story is uh, much like Archie nineteen forty one, putting these characters in the titular year nineteen fifty five. Although instead of a a, uh, humorless character uh, drama and tragedy about boys going off to war, it's a a look at the rise and fall of the the stardom of Archie Andrews, the the, uh, popular rock singer. Oh. They they put Archie in sort of an Elvis mold. Oh. And, you know, he rises to prominence by uh, being, you know, a, a fresh... Boy next door face on music from the wrong side of the tracks. Mm -hmm. Like they they go into him uh, initially plagiarizing, but eventually striking a deal with uh, blues singers from the black side of Riverdale. That's like the first issue or two.
1: The people think he's not dead.
0: (gasps) (laughs) He does not die.
1: But like, would they? Maybe, maybe.
0: But the rest of the story, once he gets past that, you know, uh, introductory subplot, is about his uh, frustration with you know the shackles of stardom and his his, uh, really unbalanced, exploitative contracts uh, with Hiram Lodge's recording industry apparatus.
1: Ah.
0: There's, you know, a a rift between him and his band. His band is Reggie and Jughead, of course. Uh, (laughs) a lot of family drama between uh, uh, Veronica and Hiram about exploiting Archie versus, you know, caring for him as an artist and a person. All all the, the beats you would expect in an Archie as Elvis story. Yeah. And, you know, it's done pretty well. It is stock. It's not quite rote, but it is stock, you know. If you're interested in the idea of Archie as Elvis, that's what you're going to get. You're not going to get it, – it's not going to win you over – uh, beyond that, the way, say, Archie 1941 could have. Mm-hmm. And in part, that is because of how inconsistent the art is. Yeah, uh, The artists uh, themselves all do rather good work, some quite very good work. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that things suddenly change without, you know, a story or a thematic reason for them to change issue to issue or even between issues is just distracting. It's, yeah. it's not as good as it could have been with just one small change For whatever reason, uh, uh, that had to be the way it is. Yeah. So that's Archie 1955. That is the last story, that that is the last title I had to talk about in this segment. Hey. That started with the first episode of season four and ended with the last episode of season four.
1: This was fate.
0: This was fate.
1: This was fate. You were predicting it when you started this. Do you
0: know what this means? If Archie Comics put out more limited series and more titles... COVID-19 would not have become a pandemic that stopped filming nationwide. It's all their fault. Archie Comics, what have you done? It's all your fault. If there were more for me to talk about, we could have had a full 22-episode season.
1: You motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> Do not deny the power of fate.
1: Uh, Darlin, I think that means we move on to our next segment, which is predictions. Oh,
0: what are we going to have in the next? Wait, there isn't a next one.
1: So- We're free!
0: We're free of the shackles! <laughs> I've been liberated. Yeah. I don't have to predict anything I don't want to. I predict the sun's going to come up tomorrow. Guess what? I'm right. You could, you could. Shower me with accolades. So what you're
1: telling me is you have absolutely no predictions. No. You have none. You don't have one single prediction to give. That's what this is.
0: Hey, I, I said earlier, Weatherby's coming back to be principal. Not, yeah. There's a job opening. His cult deprogramming is finished. Weatherby's back, baby.
1: Uh, so I've been, I've been working through theories. Yeah. On that final video. Sure. Okay. We, we've been suspicious of Mr. Honey all along. Mm-hmm. I think it's still very probable that it could be him. Mm-hmm. He could have access to Jughead's computer for the fact that he was writing, like, in the fucking school all the freaking time. Yeah, it was prob- he probably left he, it there at some point. He was point. working
0: on school Wi-Fi, and uh, the, the principal has access to, to data streamed on that network.
1: Perhaps uh, Jughead sent a draft of the story.
0: Mm. Or chapter
1: to Iowa. You know, Honey intercepted it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could also be that Jughead's computer is still getting hacked by Brett. And Brett is uh, oh. Mr. Honey's relative.
0: Or it's just Brett. Maybe Brett's back, baby.
1: It could be, but I like to think <laughs> that it's there's a connection there, which is why Mr. Honey is going to Stonewall.
0: That is also fair. Also They're the, working together. Also, the thing you said about the advanced chapter to Iowa... Mr. Honey's letter did mention previous correspondence with the admissions dean yeah. regarding Jughead. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's very, you know, convenient that he could go to Stonewall mm-hmm. during all this. It could also just fucking be Charles. Charles would know the Jughead's writing a story. They talk. They're a family.
0: Let me throw this up, Kevin.
1: I think it's Kevin. I
0: think Kevin might be the voyeur. He wanted to provide for his best friends in the world. A non-violent, but still very engrossing mystery. He's keeping them off the streets. And who knew about uh, the the Killing Mr. Honey group? Uh, Somebody in it, Kevin. Who knew all about how to recreate Midge's death? The director of Carrie the Musical. He didn't need to compare it to any video from Blue Velvet. He was there.
1: It can't be Kevin, because they never make anything about Kevin.
0: This is his revenge. He's coming out from behind the keyboard.
1: I will never give the writers credit. For even considering that.
0: You know what you call a keyboardist? Somebody with his fingers on the buttons.
1: I, I do think it's an interesting concept, though, that it's someone in the group. hmm They have to know that he's writing the story. So, like, Archie? No, he's too stupid. No. Veronica? She don't care enough. <laughs> we, got, we got Cheryl?
0: Too sneaky. Cheryl's very direct. Reggie? Reggie's yeah. big idea is supergluing a butt.
1: What if this is Reggie Senior prank?
0: <laughs> it's all a double bluff. This, this is, is the all his senior, senior prank.
1: prank. He's gonna be like, "Fuckers, there's no misery going that, on. It was just me."
0: That is how you stop wallowing in in the misery. You make the big the, the big conspiracy just a harmless senior prank. Yes. Yes.
1: Jellybean, she brought that tape.
0: She's got a lot of free time. Yeah. Unsupervised. Yeah. You know, who knows how thick the walls are. You know, she's been just hearing Jughead talk about this story day and night. like,
1: there's pages lying around. Yeah.
0: Anyhow, that leaves us to talk about what happens in our next chapter, next week's episode. What? Who fucking knows?
1: Who knows when we will be back?
0: It might be next calendar year. I don't know. You don't know. I know it'll be chapter 77, title. How are things looking in Vancouver right now? (laughs) Right? Anyhow, we already have a few uh, uh, topics for bonus episodes lined up. We do? Yep. Okay. We've got so much more Archie media to to talk about in Memory Lane episodes. Uh, We might even look at some uh, other things that fed into Riverdale that have nothing to do with the Archie brand. Maybe. So expect every once in a while a little present from the two of us to, to pop up in this feed, especially as news eventually happens sometime. Yes. Anyhow, this has been a wonderful season. I've loved sharing it with you all. The the camaraderie, the joy, the epic highs and lows of watching Riverdale.
1: Oh, there were highs and oh, there were lows. (laughs) And me! Fuck that! Why do you do that? Why do you hate me?
0: (laughs) But now is the time when I, I think it is most apt to ask you... To, to share this show uh, with the people in your lives, the people out of your lives, random strangers. Word of mouth is a powerful way to get what we do into people's earholes. And oh, yeah. And the reason I think now is so apt is not only for the closure of uh, a closureless season being concluded.
1: It's a great time to catch up.
0: But because it is now going to be available for streaming. one week from today, all of season four will go up on Netflix on Netflix US, which I know is how many, many people, Get their Riverdale is just streaming it. Yep. So there you go. Like I said, you you please go out and tell people, but you can passively do that through algorithmic magic by giving Ooh. us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you find the option.
1: You can also follow us on social media at sex underscore Archie on Twitter.
0: That's the one.
1: Sometimes we tweet.
0: That's the fastest place you're going to see us uh, talking about and uh, sharing any news as it comes up, while we save it for a full episode along with. Whatever else we want to talk about that episode. Yes. But uh, it, it's going to be a little while before you hear from us talking about wh- whichever thing we decide uh, is going to be top of the pile. I, I just want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for, for being there all the same.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll miss you. We'll be back. We'll be around. I'll be angry forever about the Hedwig episode. <laughs> it's fine. And Joaquin, I don't need to sleep at night. Whatever. <laughs> So with that,
0: I'm Elena. I'm Grand, And from us here at Sex Archie, Grinch who Stole Prom. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my yeah. candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And you got me. And you got me. And you got me.